Welcome to episode two. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is Rewilding. I want to deepen into the conversation we had with Robert Ohato in episode one. Promised that I would bring some embodiment to that conversation. Also talked about how we can deepen into a few of the themes. There were a couple that really stood out for me and our community. So this is also just feedback from our community. Also a few things that some of our online circles who are journeying together explored. So I want to bring that here to you as an offering, as a gift, as a couple of practices that bring something to your life that might deepen in to things that might give you a way of not just understanding some of the wisdom that was brought about in that episode, but like embodying that wisdom, like a gnosis, like I know it in my bones. <laughs> I feel like I just set myself up. <laughs> like, oh my God, how are we going to do that? <laughs> um, I'm going to try. I'm going to give you everything that I can. So let me just feel into what serves. What's first popping into my mind to share with with you in this moment is we touched into a place of shadow work, processing, digging deeper into self, diving deeper into self, and feeling like anytime we get triggered, there's something to go into. Anytime we get feisty with a loved one, there must be something to go into. Anytime we have a physical ailment, there must be something to go into. Feel into how that might be showing up for you. Just how that might be showing up for you. I see this happen in communities and circles and spaces where um, people have been doing deep shadow work for a while or deep diving for a while. Here's something interesting. I know I'm a little bit all over the place, but I promise all of it will weave together. I remember learning about breath work, primal therapy. Um, and I remember hearing a story about one of the kind of consequences, or, you know, if, if there's like two sides to the same coin, you know, one side is here's the gifts, and then the other side is like, oh, here's the, here's the challenges that, that can potentially arise. I remember hearing the challenges being spoken about with, individuals who did a lot of breath work, did a lot of primal therapies, and this was specific to those two modalities, but it could be anything. It could be dream analysis. It could be um, shadow work. It could be embodied. It could be tantric work. It could be many, 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 many different things. But the interesting thing that was shared was individuals who were doing a ton of primal therapy, a ton of breath work, many of them came to a place where they could not express emotion without going into a padded room and really going for it. <laughs> now, I know that this might seem extreme or intense, but it was like, their system got so trained 
to something arises in the moment and instead of being able to express it immediately, which is a huge gift by the way, express it immediately in the moment. It's like yelling at my dog a minute later for something he's done wrong. He has no idea what I'm talking about, right? It's like if I were to bring it to human experience, it's like my partner, um, I feel him lose presence. I feel him lose awareness, lose consciousness. I feel him lose, lose the thread of the present moment and I feel him, I, right? I'm just giving another example, almost like a masculine feminine gifting example of kind of a tantric example, um, a, a, you know, riding the polarities example. And I feel that and I can't respond. If I can't respond in the moment, and I then go, you know, an hour later and I'm meditating and I'm crying and I'm going, oh my God, that was so painful. It was so painful um, that that like presence was lost. I lost the gift of that moment. I lost the gift of in the moment, if I would have just been able to go, right? He would have gone, oh, I'm back. Right? I'm, I'm back. Now, how the heck does all of this relate? I told you. I was off on a couple of different tangents, but I will weave it all together. Back to the original conversation around almost this, I want to say addiction. <laughs> I'll use different words, all right? So if that's triggering for you, I'll use a few different words and it might not even be an addiction. It can be. Sometimes we, we end up getting addicted to deep diving. We end up getting addicted to shadow work. We end up getting addicted to it. Something, this is gonna suck to hear. Ah, oh, I'm always the one delivering all these things that just like, oh, Sabrina, that's so painful. Um, I see this other thing in many individuals where if I'm not crying my eyes out, nothing's happening. If it's not intense and extreme, nothing's happening. If it's not vomiting in a bucket, nothing's happening. This is like nails on a chalkboard for me. Having facilitated thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of individuals who have walked many, 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 many different paths and are at very, 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 very different places in their awakening journey. The individuals who are the furthest along on their awakening journey have zero fucking attachment to the process, have zero attachment to what it looks like. It doesn't, their ego, doesn't need to be validated that it's doing a good job by the loudness of the expression, right? They might have the most profound spiritual awakening in a room full of people, everyone staring at them, and no one will know that it just happened. Unless you're at that level and you're in that state of consciousness, right? Then you can perceive many, many, many different things and feel many, many different things. But from the five senses, 
will perceive nothing. You will not see anything. You will not hear anything. You will not smell anything, right? You will not perceive it. So here's what I'm, I'm, I'm kind of calling us in. You know, this is just an offering of something that came up and came up very strongly for me in that conversation as something to deepen into and gift our community with is where are we addicted to processing? Where are we addicted to diving into the guts of it? And it doesn't actually serve. Where are we addicted to journaling the shit out of something and it doesn't actually serve? Where are we? Um, it's almost as if the ego has gotten in there and it goes, okay, I want to know that I'm doing a good job here. So I need to see that you're shaking. Like I also see individuals who we work with Kundalini energy a lot. We work with Shakti a lot. We work with that in the body who, um, if they're not shaking, right? If they're not having, we sometimes like to call them Shakti shudders. Um, if they're not like writhing around, then they feel like they're not doing something. If they're not emoting very loudly, they feel like they're not doing something. Their ego feels like nothing's happening. <sighs> this is a tough conversation and it's an invitation for us to kind of hold ourselves to that fire of truth kind of call ourselves out and call ourselves in and go, where do I um, cheat the moment? Where do I, this is how it feels for me if I, when I do this, not if, when, right? We're, we're all human. I'm definitely not perfect around this, but when I cheat the moment, I'll, I'll share this example around my own like personal meditations and my own personal explorations, my own personal journeys, my own personal practice. My personal practice is to stay so close to the razor's edge of truth with, with raw energy. That's really my practice every day, but it looks very, very different. <laughs> some days I'm roaring outside. Some days I'm perfectly still. Some days um, it's a very high vibration, kind of working in the heights. Some days it's a very deep vibration working in the depths. Some days it feels um, very life-filled very feminine. Some days it feels very consciousness filled, very masculine. But in that, my whole practice is to stay as close to the razor's edge of the truth of the energy. What is the truth of the energy? What is the truth of the energy? What is the truth of the energy? And the moment that I miss it or I go into like a patterned response, right? I go into a pattern response. Well, this is what worked yesterday, or this is just a frequent movement that, um, I'm often called to do. It's a, it's, it's kind of a habit. It's a, it's a habitual response and it's doing something, but it's not the truest thing I can be doing. It's not the truest thing that I can be doing. And it feels to me in my system, this is my own marker, my own words around it, and you feel for what yours are, but it feels to me, shit, I'm cheating the moment. I'm cheating the moment. There's something truer here. And that helps me, right? That helps me just to go, to catch it, to have the awareness, to shine a light on it, to call it out, to make it conscious. Shit, I'm cheating the moment here. There's something truer. 
And then I go into curiosity. What is it? Where is it? What is it? Uh oh, this. This is what's true to this moment. And like, this is legitimately what's true for me in this moment. Um, is, is this movement moving this energy kind of up my tailbone, out of my heart, just in this moment, that's it. Um, and whew, makes my chest want to just explode <laughs> kind of right at you. Sorry. <laughs> this is a lot of love though. Um, <laughs> All right. Let me try to come back to our conversation here. Um, and again, even with conversation, it's, You'll see me, if you've been hanging out for a while, you'll see I pause or I go, okay, what, um, what's the, the words in my head, they might not always be the words that I share out loud, but what happens in my system is what's the truest thing here? What's the truest? What's also deepest? What's the, is there something just under that, that's a bit truer. Is there something, for me, that's just the direction I go in, is I go to deeper truth. But for you, it might be you go to higher truth, or maybe you go to the right. <laughs> you feel in, it's very different for all of us, but just feel, that's just a, a practice, just an offering of something to feel into. Um, and to be very compassionate, right, to like, Love this beautiful human journey that we're on. Love this beautiful, wild, awakening path that we're on. Love our humanity. Love that this thing, your body, your nervous system, it goes into habitual responses all of the time. It, all of the time. It is, it is just our nature. It is our nature. And instead of bashing it or beating it or or um, belittling it, right? Because that's not going to help it. We just work with it. Like, I love this. Like, I get, I get to live this close to the bone. I get to follow my truth this deeply, right? I get to serve the moment, right? I get to serve the moment. I get to stay unconditionally present to the moment and serve the moment, moment to moment to moment to moment. How does love want to flow through me? How does life want to flow through me? Moment to moment to moment. I get to do that through this human body. I get to do it. I get to do it through my pattern responses. I get to do it through my habitual, you know, ways of, of being. I, I get to flow love through me in that way. And that's part of our perfection, right? That's part of our perfection. That is our perfection is, I had this beautiful experience once meditating on wounds. So this is um, similar to the conversation that we had with Robert Urjado as well as we talked about Chiron. We talked about wounds and wounds like these, these wounds that just seemingly never heal, right? Or we seemingly never heal might not be a word for you. Alchemize them or shift them or transform them. They're just like, oh, you're kidding. You're kidding. I'm just just in the spiral of just deepening into the thing, deepening into the thing, deepening into the thing. And we spoke about perfectionism and like, wow, I just, I want to be perfected. I want to, and this is just a part of our humanness and it's okay that we desire this. It's okay, but it a lot of times doesn't really get us anywhere. If you remember the Chiron myth, it's, he was set free the moment he fucking surrendered to it. 
instead of in, instead of um, trying to find the perfection, instead of trying to heal, 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 how do I 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 heal, he just went, I'm surrendering over to it. And that's when he was liberated. That's when he was set free. And to feel into that for ourselves. So for me, I've had many of these experiences working in all of these different energies, but one experience that I want to share with you that was so, so um, profound and gift-filled for me was I was, I was um, working with some sort of a, a family um, pattern. I can't remember what it was. Some sort of a, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree kind of a thing. I was in there and I was like, oh, oh this is... But I don't want to, right? All the humanness and again, having compassion for that and going, we get to do this. We get to journey this way. We get to allow soul to move through these things. And I'll explain that in a second. But I'm in this place and maybe you can relate. So think about a time when you're just like, I don't want to be like my parents or like, can't this thing just stop coming around? Like, how is it that I'm still working on boundaries? How is it that I'm still working on keeping my heart open? How is it that I'm still working on jealousy or sister wound or the masculine? How is it that I'm, come on, <laughs> right? You can probably relate to that probably on numerous occasions if you've been walking this awakening path for any amount of time. But what came was, the way that light and soul and grace moves through us as individuals, I'll just say it to me, about me because it was a personal experience for me. And so in the practice, it was, you know, I'm in that space and then I'm arguing like, okay, be compassionate, Sabrina. It's not about perfection. It's about surrendering over to it. And what happened for me was the way that light wants to move through you and love, the way that we are designed as humans, as humans embodying divinity, expressing divinity, expressing love, expressing soul, expressing God or spirit, it flows through us and it is these very things that create the kaleidoscope of light that is unique to each one of us. So in that experience, it was this, I, I had tears in my eyes and just love for how it works, for how us humans, in our humanness, we express spirit through us, we express life through us, we express love through us, we it's how we serve, we serve through our cracks. We serve through the, the bent bits. We serve through them. We don't serve after they're gone. We serve right through them. We serve through them. And that's a beautiful practice that you could do, a beautiful meditation that you could do is instead of, okay, let me heal my broken heart. Let me fix my throat chakra so that it's open. Let me, you know, bring more awareness to my lower chakras. Let me um, heal whatever, fix whatever, alchemize whatever, right? It's, no, right now, 
in this moment, you are enough. You are enough. You are enough, right? You are enough. All you need to do is open up that channel. Open up that channel. That's it. That's it. Open up that channel and let that light, that love, that soul, that divinity, that spirit express through you. Through the cracks, through the kinks, through the crevices, through the seemingly not perfect places. And that is the perfect kaleidoscope that you are. That is the perfect kaleidoscope that you are with all of your foibles, all of your past experiences, all of your Chiron wounds, all of it, all of it, all of it, right? So what if it's not this addiction to constantly processing, constantly, and heck, you know me and you know my work, and that is valuable stuff. That is valuable stuff. For me, that has been invaluable in my life because it allows me to stay open more often and for longer periods of time. It allows me to stay open more often and for longer periods of time, right? But the other practice is instead of constantly digging in, constantly processing, constantly doing shadow work, constantly trying to heal, constantly trying to alchemize, just open the channel and fucking serve. Open the channel and let love and let light flow through you to serve the moment, right? That, that to me, and you can just do that practice. Let me give you the practice for it. So you stand, standing always moves energy. Um, I shouldn't say always, <laughs> more often than not, it moves energy more when we're standing and we have full access to allowing everything to move. We have breath open and available. We have movement open and available, sound, visualization, energetic intention, and touch open and available. Wait, what's number six? <laughs> Those are the six tools we work with um, in, in, yeah. <clears throat> so, you want to have all of that open. You have complete freedom here. Complete freedom here. When doing embodiment practices, you have complete freedom. Your way will be your way and it'll be different to my way. Try new things because it will expand your capacity, of course. Go like, well, I'm not a sounder. I used to say that too. I am definitely a sounder. I just didn't have that online, right? I always, those of you who were with me in workshops a few years ago, you would hear me always say, I'm not a seer. I don't see a lot of things. Things are not very visual. Well, bullshit. That's shifted, right? So, so let's just um, be true to who we are, but also be open to that changing. That's everything we're talking about today. Be true to who we are, but be so open to changing. We don't have to get habitualized. We don't have to get patterned responses. We don't have to get stuck in the same old rut, right? Um, so practice is you, you have complete freedom to move, breathe, sound, all of those things that I just talked about, those six. And you breathe open, you open up the crown, you open up, actually my root chakra is opening up in this moment too. So feel your crown, top of your head, feel your root chakra, and just breathe them open. Breathe them open. One might be opening more than the other, trust that, they both might be opening. Go wherever you're called to. If both are opening, beautiful. If one is opening, that's perfect. Doesn't matter. And then as you open them, open the whole of this central channel, right? That central channel, there's a column that runs down from the top of your head down to the base of your spine. 
open that central channel, breathe it open, sound it open, move your hands up and down it, visualize it energetically intend. You just breathe that open and now call in soul energy. So when you call in soul energy, you can call it up from beneath, right? That's typically considered the feminine way. You can call it down from above. That's typically considered the masculine way. You don't have to get stuck in those words. I call it the heights and the depths so that we don't get stuck in gender stuff, but just call soul in, call your spirit in, right? Call your essence in, just call your essence in, call it in. Oftentimes, simply calling our essence in, calling our soul in, filling our body with soul, with our essence, with our true self, with our spirit self, simply doing that oftentimes alchemizes these very things that we've been talking about, oftentimes shifts them, heals them, these very things we've been talking about. So instead of having to, you know, journal for eight years about mom, right? Or deep dive deep and like, oh, I need to see all of the past lives I've ever had associated with mom. Now I'm not saying that those practices aren't beautiful but it's just what serves. And let's be open to it looking different. We are in new energy at the moment, not at the moment. We are in very new energy. We've been moving into new energy. Our collective human consciousness is very different. You can read the scientific studies on this. Our consciousness is different. Our bodies are different. Our beings are different. What worked last year is different this year. Might not work the same this year. Let's also be open to new sacred technologies coming in. I love the ancients. I love it. I think we stand on their shoulders. I love the ancient practices. I love the wisdom keepers. I am in deep reverence to them, deep reverence to them. But let's also be open to new technologies coming in, new ways happening, new ways of healing things that are like this, that are like that. The blink of an eye, the blink of an eye instead of eight years of journaling and conversations about mom. And again, I'm not saying that those things aren't valuable and useful and still completely relevant to the moment. I'm not saying that. What I'm inviting us to do is open up to both and, both and, and feel, and, and let ourselves live from this place of, of what is true, what is true, go back to that practice, what is true, what is true, what is true, what is true in this moment, 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 and let us be open to, to more. Right? Let us be open to more. Let us be open to it being different. Let us be open to new teachings coming in, new teachers coming in, new circles coming in, new practices coming in, whether they come in from like physical, tangible sources or they come in from energetic teachers, right? They come in from the teacher within. They come in, however they're coming in, may we be open. May, may we be open and may we continue to be curious and may we really hold ourselves to that fire, right? That fire of truth. May we call ourselves in, right? May we call ourselves in and go, shit, I'm cheating the moment. There's something truer here. There's something deeper and truer here. What is that? I'm feeling for what it is now. So in this moment, it's this for me. And it's, for those of you maybe on the audio, not the video, it's just a flood of grace, of light, of, uh, it's hard to explain, um, 
disgrace. I call it not really grace flood, just a flood, like a waterfall of light and love just pouring into my crown, just pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring in. Um, and it, obviously, if you haven't picked up on this yet, it brings with it so much bliss and so much love and so much reverence, just so much reverence for, for life, for, I don't know if that's the right word. See, I just caught myself, I'm cheating the moment, I'm cheating the moment. Um, I find it so funny when I get put on display like this. Um, so if I'm cheating the moment and then I go, okay, what's true, what's true, what's true, what's true, what's true, and it's so much reverence for the divine, for the divine, it's that word. Just, just what's there is, is, yeah, is beyond words that I can find in this moment. Oh. Um, I so very much invite you to let me feel for the truth again quick. If it feels right to just open your crown and let that pour in and down into your heart. Like if in this moment it feels right, you can feel into me. You are so very welcome to. Um, you can go find the video of this because sometimes you can feel more if you can see. Um, the video is always on YouTube just uh, or in links below the podcast if you're listening on audio. Um, but just to just feel and let that grace flood happen to whatever degree without attachment to it looking like it looks like for me, right? So to bring it full circle, to not have the attachment of, oh, well, it doesn't look as profound as it looks for Sabrina. No, right? It's just, you just go into a state of surrender, okay? Okay, Sabrina just gave me this amazing invitation to open up to a fucking grace flood. To open up to a grace flood, right? And just, here it is. It's, it's coming in this moment for a reason while you're here with me. It's not coming when I'm in meditation later. It's come for a reason and you're listening to this or watching this in this moment for a reason. For a reason. Right? Enough of the skeptical stuff that gets in the way too. Enough of the skepticism. Just get out of the way. Just get out of the way. Be curious. Like, pff, I don't know. I've never felt a grace flood like that. Maybe you have a million times. Maybe this one will bring you someplace different. And you just, okay, what's here for me? And just, you just open up that space between your heart and your crown and you just see if there's this high vibrating love light high grace-filled energy that wants to pour in. It is an absolute honor to be here doing this with you. Thank you for all that you bring. I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you. Mwah.